we go for a record as to how many innuendos we can squeeze into five minutes? Because I think we've won. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. We'll be going like a boxing match. You're listening to Track by Track's new music drop with me, Dan. And me, Will. This is the podcast where we talk about what amazing new music is out there right now for your oral pleasure. Uh, and we've got loads to talk about, even more than usual, actually, this week. Uh, we had a hot debate as to how many tracks we wanted to try and squeeze in. And I think Dan came out uh, on top. I usually do. And uh, speaking of oral pleasure, how's your week been? Oh, it's been fantastic, thanks. Well, of course... Pubs are back open, restaurants are open, we can go to people's houses. Uh, so yeah, I've been having a very busy week actually, I'm quite tired from all the socialising. I forgot how tiring talking to people is, especially like most of my close friends, when you don't really like them that much. No, when you have to make the effort, it's uh, quite forced, mm. uh, but obviously not in talking about me on in that front, which is nice. Uh, and how have you been, Will? <laughs> I, I've been great. I've been out necking pints every night this week so far. Uh, barely touched the sides. No change from uh, previous weeks then. You, <laughs> anyone who follows your personal Instagram account will know that you do like a beer of an eve and of every eve. No, I, actually I've got a glass of wine on the go at the moment, so cheers, Dan. Oh, cheers. I've got a tin of gin and tonic. I saw, um, do you know, I was watching Celebrity Gogglebox and I saw Giles... Brandreth. Is, oh, was that him? Yeah. yeah. I, saw, I saw him drinking one at home and I thought, they're not for home. They're for, you know, on the tube or in the park. But these are left over from picnicking because, of course, that's the only way we could meet up out and about in the park. I obviously I bumped into you up in Hampstead Heath, didn't I, that time? Wasn't. Oh, God. Oh, you, you pretended you didn't you didn't recognise me, even though I was shouting your name quite a lot. Well, I, 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 you look busy. I thought you might have dropped a contact lens or something. You were fumbling around in all fours in the bushes. Oh, and that uh, that police officer was just helping me look for it. Yeah, very kind of him as well. Cheers, Dan. Happy uh, Saturday. Yes. Happy Saturday. One of the things I have been doing this week, to be honest with you, Will, of course, as I said, pubs are reopening. Uh, so I've been checking in very close with my mum because she, as we know, she has a pub. She does uh, like to wear leopard print leggings uh, with a big blonde beehive and smoke fags with a cigarette holder at the bar. And uh, yeah, the pub's back open for business. Oh, I can see the family resemblance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm the sort of I'm the Raquel to her Bet Lynch. And how are things in the Frog and Truncheon this week? Is it open yet? <laughs> so back open. It's it's very strange to them, of course. Um, it's all these new rules and things. And and the biggest rule that they had, the, the, the biggest problem they've had, or the thing they've had to get used to, is people um, wiping their balls after every time they've played with them. Well. It's got to be done, hasn't it? It has. And it, it's caused a bit of uproar. And there was actually a debate on social media whether it was clean or not. But um, their pool team do play in there a lot. And they are very uh, loyal to the pub. So it was only right that uh, my mum's partner, Shoot, was there to wipe the gentleman's balls uh, after every shot. And uh, your mum still isn't having to have a word with the pool team about chalking their cues in the main lounge bar. <laughs> No, but she has had to ask them a few times about not turning up in their uh, trunks and smalls. That's actually true, isn't it? <laughs> could, 
Could be. I don't know what the truth is anymore. We'll talk so much rubbish on this podcast. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. Um, um, <laughs> at my local pub, the uh, Paris and Penny Whistle hasn't actually reopened yet. So uh, next week, hopefully, they're taking their time to get it right. Are they not letting... I know they're not being officially open for weeks, but you said they were allowing a few in through the back door sort of secretly. Have you not popped in there? No, into the uh, landlady's enchanted garden. No. <laughs> a little bit overgrown, isn't it, at the minute? <laughs> uh, Dan, so before we get into music news, uh, I just want to ask you about, have you seen the big trend on social media on Twitter this week where it's been uh, giving your private parts a name for based on a TV programme or film? Oh, disgusting. And yes, I have. I'm pretending I'm, I haven't. But yes, I have, of course. It's the last film you watched or the, or the last TV programme you watched. Is that right? I think, or could you just pick anything? Uh, probably, I mean, we probably will to go for the funniest, won't we? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so, Dan, go on, kick us off. Well, uh, that, the last film I watched actually was uh, Three Children in It. Oh, no. <laughs> I was watching some uh, vintage uh, drama on the drama channel, uh, Lovejoy. And Dan, I was watching a uh, a cartoon on YouTube that I thought, yeah, might be a good one for your uh, rear quarters. <laughs> what was that? Uh, the Animals of Farthingwood. <laughs> oh, I, I did also think of one for your um, <clears throat> behind. Trapdoor. And then I was watching a, a classic children's film as well, which I thought would be a good one for you. Uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, <laughs> I, uh, I was flicking through the other day and thought of one for you... Um... Porridge. So listeners, do let us know what was the last film or TV series you watched um, and is it is it applicable? Would Could you name your uh, private quarters after it? Uh, so uh, do you remember that old uh, comedy featuring the gang from Heidi High? Uh, uh, you rang my lord. <laughs> uh, right, right. Anyway, music news. This is the BBC Home Service. Over to the news. So, of course, well, the big music news this week, it's Jess Glynn. She's not back with new music. She's not got a new album. Don't worry. They, they all sound the same anyway. Um, uh, well, yeah. We wouldn't be featuring it on this podcast, would we? She, uh, she couldn't get into Sexy Fish because she was dressed like an unsexy yob. Um, and she made a big fuss about it, tagging Sexy Fish. Um, and saying how that she felt... How did she say that she felt? Um, discriminated. Discriminated, that's the word I was looking for. And it backfired on her, didn't it, Will? Yes, I think she was widely ridiculed on social media, uh, not only for a really uh, thoughtless use of the word discrimination, but also for the fact that she was ridiculously dressed for what is... Uh, and I haven't been in there, but I've been past Sexy Fish. It's a quite a high-end restaurant in Mayfair. Yeah, absolutely. And it was clearly a case of, and I'm sure she uttered the immortal words, do you know who I am? But the thing is, though, it's just led to, I've seen so many threads of, of this and people commenting, commenting? I've only had half of uh, gin in a tin. And people commenting that they have experienced her in real life and what a bit of a piece of work she is. And I have to say, I wouldn't always believe what I hear, but I know of two people who have had uh, physical contact in a non-sexual sense, I should say, with her. And both have said what a horrible piece of work she is. 
Oh, Dan, tell me more. Forget about Eugene and a tin. Let's have some. Let's have some tea. Well, a friend of mine um, uh, was in a lift with her, and she had a "Do you know who I am?" moment. Uh, and another friend, I really can't go into too much detail here, but uh, I know someone who worked with her who said that she was an absolute nightmare. Uh, and I met uh, on a lighter note. I met Joe Wicks this week. Lovely man. Oh, very good. Did you congratulate him on his work for uh, for the community for the for the country during lockdown? No, I'm not going to try and kiss his ass. Oh. Hmm. Uh, so that was, yeah, some big news. Dan, there was a big new music-related TV show this week that I haven't watched yet, but I know you are raving about. Yeah, it is a spoof. It's a mockumentary, and it's called The Kemp's All True. And it is starring Gary and Martin Kemp of Spandau and EastEnders fame. Um, and it's it's kind of influenced a little bit by the Bros documentary from last year, which, of course, wasn't a spoof, and other... Or could know, have been. It could have been, absolutely. Bit of Spinal Tap and all that kind of thing. It is hilarious. Do let us know if you watched it. It's uh, so bonkers. But also it led to Tony Hadley, who, of course, left the band a couple of years ago. Uh, he was asked about it and he wasn't asked to be involved in it. And he has no intention of going back to the band if you were hoping for a third reunion. No, second time's the charm. Yes, absolutely. And I was lucky enough to see them on that second tour for the first time, actually. Uh, they were great. It's a shame they didn't... Uh, couldn't keep it together, but uh, we don't know what goes on behind closed doors, do we? No, we do not. Um, no. Uh, also this week, Dan, uh, Classic Pop is back with a new uh, new magazine, a new issue uh, after uh, a hiatus for obvious reasons. And I must say, it's been lovely uh, having, a, having a look through it, having a flick in the evenings. Oh, you cannot beat it. And I wouldn't mind borrowing yours for a flick of yours myself, if that's okay, Will. Yeah, I'll uh, bring it over soon because, uh, Dan, also music news. I'm going to include this in music news. Uh, We're very excited. We're giddy, in fact, because we're going to be recording uh, some track by tracks uh, face to face for the first time tomorrow. Yes. What, Sunday? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah, at some point over the next few days. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And last, a little bit of sad music news, Will. the classic composer, film score maestro, and I'm going to get his name pronunciation wrong because I've never actually heard it said out loud. Ennio Mori, would you say Moriccioni? Moriccioni? Moriccioni, if he's Italian. If not, that's wrong. Despite the fact that I don't know how to say his name because I don't know how to say anyone's name, I barely know how to say my own name. Uh, he was an iconic uh, composer of lots of spaghetti westerns, uh, more recently working on some of the uh, Tarantino films, including Django Unchained, and so many people from the music world, that you might not think of him as an influence. People, lots of members of New Order, for example, are sharing their um, their sadness at his, his death, despite the fact that he was uh, a very good age. So uh, RIP to the man himself. Let's talk about some new music now and start with this week's selection. Okay, Will, so would you like to kick us off? I'd love to start us off with a new track from Timmy Beep a.k.a. Tim Barnsley-Parfit, who is a singer-songwriter from Birmingham. Sorry about accidentally doing the Birmingham, the Birmingham <laughs> accent, or not it's, quite there. It, it's so tricky to say Birmingham without doing that, I have to be honest. Apologies. Uh, so, uh, Timmy, Tim is back uh, after having had a few tracks uh, out over the last uh, 
couple of years. Uh, this one is my favourite one so far. And I would definitely encourage you to check out Lotus and Lovebirds from last year. But this is new. Uh, uh, just back in June. This is Boys Cry. Times, boys Cry. to talk can look you in the eye so tim uh, cites influences such as the likes of stock Aiken and waterman max martin love ryan tedder and the smiths and i have to say you could probably get a little bit of all of that just in there definitely yeah uh, yeah it's really nice fresh pop sound um and i I hadn't heard uh, that list of influences before, but you can definitely pick them out. It's really nice. Uh, I have to say, though, I'm a bit confused because I was always taught uh, from Lolly, actually, that big boys don't cry. So not quite sure who to believe now. Well, I've come to learn through bitter experience recording this podcast with you that it is, in fact, very true. Hmm. Sorry about that. I'm trying to become a better person. Uh, and I have to say, the reason why I discovered this track was from our mate Ven Smith's uh, queer pop playlist on Spotify, which is stuffed full of queer goodies. A bit like you. <laughs> past, past tense. <laughs> so what a lovely starter uh, for us this week. Dan, over to you. So Future Islands are back. Uh, I am a huge, huge, huge fan of this band, and they've been on our... Uh, long list for a really long time just haven't quite got them on on the podcast proper yet but if you don't know future islands they are a uh, a band from baltimore over in the united states they do incredible uh synthy music but with a real angsty delivery and real poetic lyrics uh so this is the first song for a couple of years this is not a cover of scooch this is for sure <laughs> is i mean it's it's future islands isn't it so very much their sound and sam's voice is wonderful character filled soulful voice is right there isn't it really is i'm as i said i can't gush about this band enough and i think like a lot of people that came to my attention when they performed their song seasons on it was david letterman on one of those american shows and the way that sam delivers the songs live and the way that he moves around stage is something else and it's interesting because some people find that it kind of that that puts them off a little bit some people find it quite comedic um and it is very different to the studio versions but seeing them live i think i've seen them live about eight or nine times now is always phenomenal but hearing the songs as well is just uh just that sound it washes over me it's synthy i love it uh, looking forward to more new stuff from them, which I'm sure this is just the start. Definitely. Will, over to you. Now, I'd like to talk about a new group. Uh, Truces uh, are out and about on the, on the scene now. They are a duo. 
and they've got a new uh, self-titled album out uh, right now. Uh, it's been out for a few weeks, uh, and it's a real story, This a real journey, this album. Um, and it's the story of Sad Girl and Lost Boy on their quest for the truce's drug. And it's a brilliant collection of tracks of real different sounds and experimentation. Uh, and I love, if you go onto their website as well, it's such a unique uh, online experience. It's worth checking out. Um, so I wanted to uh, highlight a key track for me off this album. And this is uh, The Disco. <laughs> fun track that is with probably the catchiest most uh infectious uh chorus i've heard in a long time yeah it, it's just exactly what it says on the tin isn't it if you went to a disco and you heard that it would just be pure perfection and i have to say when i saw the title the disco i thought that's a really like strong bold statement and surely it can't live up to it it can't be the disco and it really is and i just text you saying what a bop um I love it. It's 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 clearly disco music, classic disco music influenced, but it's kind of put through a almost like it's almost like it's been remixed, even though I know it hasn't. It, I love it. Uh, and that is, I mean, and also not every track sounds like that on the album. It's a real mix on there as well, which is great. It's a real experience. You've got to listen to the album all the way through sequentially to, for me to appreciate it the most. Dan. Dan! So I'd love to talk about the new release from Karen Harding and Digital Farm Animals. Uh, We'll go into a little bit more detail on who exactly they are afterwards, but let's listen to a little bit of Undo My Heart. Karen Harding there with Undo My Bra. Heart. So Karen, uh, get ready, embrace yourself, Will, for a non-stop uh, quick tour through Karen Harding and Digital Farm Animals. So Karen Harding appeared on Making Your Mind Up, but wasn't sadly selected to represent the UK for Eurovision. She also appeared on The X Factor and got through to the Six Chair Challenge, but no further. But after that, she was approached by MNEK and did some work with him and some songwriting, including uh, a track on the solo album from Steps, Claire Richards. And her debut solo single, Say Something, got to number seven in the charts. Uh, And this song is with Digital Farm Animals, a.k.a. Nicholas Gale, who is a DJ, singer, songwriter, producer and remixer who has worked with the likes of Dua Lipa, Will I Am, Little Mix and Nelly, to name but a few. (gasps) Wow, God, you'll have a quick swig on your gin in a tin now after that. Uh, Another one. Now, Karen uh, has had a number of real great dance anthems, dance bangers. Uh, over the last couple of years Uh, and this is no exception is it it's a real summer vibe actually very nice definitely it's almost it's that perfect center ground between pop and dance it's that you know the pop slash dance genre this is bang in the middle and uh yeah what a great song 
Will, over to you. So my next one is from Washed Out, aka Ernest Green, who has had a uh, a very long and interesting uh, pop career as Washed Out uh, and as part of other projects as well. Uh, he's been recording uh, under the moniker of Washed Out since uh, 2009, 2010. Uh, and I really want to share this latest offering from him in the last week. Uh, this is Time to Walk Away. I love that one, Will. That is just pure Balearic summer Europop goodness, and I'm all for it. It's wonderful. I would have said, well, dream pop, but it's just got such a wonderful uh, wave to it uh, that I think I just couldn't help but sort of closing my eyes and letting my mind drift off there, which was really nice to do, actually. I might do more of that. In fact, I might do some more now. I'm just going to shut up for now. Am I... Do you want me to carry on or do you want me to take a break or... Oh, thumbs up. Okay, I will move on to the next song then. So uh, the next choice from me is coming from uh, a classic pioneer of dance music. This is a new one from Sarone and it's Experience featuring Lalo. So that's the latest single from Sarone. Uh, as I said before, a pioneer of electronic and dance music, uh, often likened to Giorgio Moroder. And I was really shocked to read an interview lately. I don't know how true it is, but in the interview, it said that Giorgio Moroder and Sarone have never actually met, which I just find baffling. And that's like the Rolling Stones and the Beatles not meeting or S Club 7 and Steps not meeting. Just, you know, they're so similar and so influential. Um, it's crazy. Well, no, I read, I, no, no, I read about this. Apparently, if Maroda and Sarone ever meet, every disco ball in the world uh, will explode. You're joking. Yeah, so they've actually had to be kept apart. Oh, my God, what if they were in lockdown mm, together? I know. Well... Thank God for that. I'm thinking about. <laughs> thanks for telling me the rest of the story because I didn't want to pay the uh, the 99 pence to have to go through the wall. You got the firewall, yeah. Bring um, on the wall. I, I, and he's still experimenting now with this because again, it's hard to pigeonhole because it's got a bit of R&B, a bit of rap, a bit Euro dance, uh, very poppy, very disco-y. All of those are in the mix. And Dan, who is Lalo? So Lalo is a French rapper who uh, has had some some big success in his home country. Not too much yet elsewhere. But I just love the fact that, because this song, the original version of this song, appeared on Sarone's most recent album, DNA. And, you know, let's be transparent with the listener here. We were supposed to meet up with Sarone and talk about the album for an episode of the podcast, uh, track by track proper. Oh, I'd uh, forgotten about this. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, gutted. and at, at the very last, literally an hour or two before it was meant to happen, it was cancelled because of COVID. This was just as it was kind of really getting scary. But if you do like Cerrone featuring other artists, can I recommend his 2016 album Red Lips? Because you've got the likes of Kaiser and Hot Chips' Alexis Taylor featuring on that one. So uh, bangers galore. Uh, and I can't ever make it through uh, listening to Cerrone, a track by Cerrone, without ending up listening to Supernature as well, such as the longevity of that dance track. Yeah, it's it just ridiculously iconic and influential, that song. Well, what's next? Uh, next for me, Mabel is back following some absolute smash hits last year, which is still very much doing the rounds now. She's back. Uh, she's partnered up with rapper AJ Tracy for this track. Uh, and this has got a wonderfully familiar uh, feel to it. Uh, this is West End. So, brilliant sounds, some great garage, UK garage sounds, which is what drew me to the track. Uh, West 10 references W10, West London, represent. Hmm. I'm uh, I'm Northwest, where are you, Will? Uh, maybe, well, maybe you don't want to disclose that on the podcast. <laughs> Uh, Southwest. Mm. We do like the West. Uh, Dan, what do you think of this track? Uh, yeah, like you, the garage influence uh, is great. And I think there are a few garage albums on our long list, aren't there, that we haven't quite got around to yet. I mean, we talk about this long list so much and we really do need to go to two episodes a week or two episodes proper a week, I should say. Um, but the likes of Artful Dodger and even things like Mystique, who are obviously very heavily influenced by that sound. Um, there's a lot of that on there so we do need to talk more about it and this this just brings us memories back um, but also uh, you know it's great seeing how well Mabel's doing because uh, of course this year she picked up the Brit Award I think did she get British female I think um, certainly got one of the big awards of the night uh, and it's great just seeing her career grow yeah Don't Call Me Up uh, Mad Love and Boyfriend huge pop songs still brilliant actually Dan what have you got next? Uh, I'd love to talk about the new one from a duo whose name actually makes me think of you and I, Will. This is Dirty Nice. First of all, who's dirty and who's nice? Well, I'm nice, obviously. Oh, I would have said you were dirty. Filthy animal. And who's filthy and gorgeous? Well, I think our listeners will know the answer to that. So. Do let us know. At Track by Track UK. <laughs> uh, what do you think to the song, Will? Dan, finally, some guitars back on this podcast. And words I never thought I'd hear you say. It's, I just love the energy of this, the, the pace and the beat to it. I'm just kind of... Did you see me bobbing up and down while, it, while that track was playing? 
Oh, I thought my phone was glitching, but uh, that was a intended move, was it? Yes, absolutely. Uh, lovely. I really, I really like this track though. Uh, it's got a great energy to it. What, what sort of sound? Because it is kind of like indie uh, guitar pop, but there's a bit of dance in there as well. Definitely, and that is the sound. They do kind of merge a few different genres, and you'll hear that on uh, a lot of the stuff that they've got on streaming services. And Dirty Nice are Mark and Charlie, good pals, Mark and Charlie. And I first heard about them when they were sporting Cub Sport uh, when I saw them play in London a couple of years ago and been following them ever since. Really like their sound. Will, what's next? Uh, so uh, our third favourite Australian pop princess has a new track, uh, a new EP, in fact, out at the moment um, called Bodily Fluids. What's it called? I've forgotten the name of it. I'm so sorry. Um, I think it might just be fluid. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking about. Um, so this is a, uh, I think collectively, Dan, this is our favourite track. Uh, and this is off the EP. And the, oh, it's called Drop of Fluid, actually. So uh, ah. <laughs> uh, this is Heteroflexible. Are you Flexible there. That is produced by the one and only Ian Masterson. Yes, and it's lovely. It's, I have to be honest, it's just a good, fun song, isn't it? This is, you know, it, it was made with the intention of uh, sharing a positive message and creating some upbeat, fun music, and it certainly has done that. Uh, and uh, if you uh, want to follow up, I would definitely recommend listening to. Uh, the track that uh, Courtney submitted to be representing uh, Eurovision in Australia. No, Australia in Eurovision, uh, which didn't make it, uh, called Fight for Love, which is really good. Really, really good. Ah. Uh, so, next one. Final one, actually, Dan, from you this week. Final one, and we have saved a real goodie to the end. So this is... Not a new track, but we do also love to share a new remix, of course, and we love something that has been extended. So this is the extended mix of The Fizzers, The World We Left Behind. That was The Fizz there with the World We Left Behind extended mix. This is a track from their most recent album, uh, Smoke and Mirrors, which came out earlier this year. And fun fact for you, Will, this album is based on the sales chart alone. It's the highest charting The Fizz or even Book's Fizz album ever. Really? Well, good for them, actually. Uh, They're a lovely group of people looking very glam on the cover of this single and album as well. And seeing them at the RVT a couple of years ago was a real treat. Uh, and it was packed out in there. 
It's also the hottest room I've ever been in. And you've been in quite a few uh, hot, sweaty rooms. Uh, also, uh, Dan, I'm going to say that they are this week's track by track. One to watch. <laughs> Uh, uh, purely because I forgot, <laughs> I forgot to do it. I forgot to do it. Um, having the right. most established uh, act as the one to watch is not normally the way. Um, but actually, retrospectively, I would have to say that uh, truces uh, are the true track by track ones to watch this week. Oh, poor the fizz! You, <laughs> you giveth and taketh away. Well, it's all, all smoke and mirrors. Oh, lovely pun. So this one, like a lot of the album, this was written and produced by Mike Stock, of course, of Stock Aiken Waterman fame. Oh, it was with someone else and I've, I've forgotten the name. So let's just say it was just Mike and uh, Mike and a friend, Mike and a pal. Quite unprofessional. So, what, Mike? No, you. Oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> it was someone junior, I think. I've forgotten, so I'm just going to say it's Mike and a friend. They might not be, they might hate each other. Uh, as well, was often the case with Stock Aiken and Waterman back in the day. Um, and uh, track by track. No, there's uh, there's genuinely a uh, good, positive working relationship here. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that's all we've got time for this week. So thanks for listening. I do let us know what you thought to this week's new music drop choices at Track by Track UK. Do give us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts, please. And Dan, we are back on Tuesday with a new uh, track by track episode proper. Can you give us a hint of a tease? Absolutely. This is the second album from a one time boy band member from America. Um, and well, I, I, let me just leave it there, Will, because then it's a bit more cryptic. Because you were about to say, and he's like on the episode this week, you're about to say, and he's bringing something, something back. back. Yeah. So do join us then. And until then, I've been Dan. And I've been Will. Goodbye. Goodbye. I'll do my own introduction then, Dan. Thank you.